Well, of course, we're giving thanks today, and it's been great to hear so many of all the different things uh, that people here have to be thankful for. I think in our reading today uh, from Luke's Gospel, chapter 15, we hear about what it is actually that God gives thanks for. So as Jesus tells these parables, we hear, I think, about what is it that makes God rejoice. So let's think about what is this? What makes God give thanks? So what does God give thanks for? Well, Jesus tells us here in these parables that what God gives thanks for is when he finds lost people and when we find ourselves in him. So there are three parables in this chapter, and uh, I think particularly the parable of the lost sheep and the parable of the prodigal son. They're very well known uh, to most people who've been reading the Bible for a while. Uh, And the meaning of these parables, actually, I think is fairly obvious. And Luke, in fact, doesn't record any explanation that Jesus gave about them, I think because they are so self-evident. These parables kind of stand on their own as a teaching, even though there's much we can get out of them from a closer look. And I'd encourage you to meditate and read on them yourself. But today, then, I just want us to draw out the central meaning of these parables on our day of Thanksgiving. Because I think Jesus here gives us an insight into the heart of God. So he says to us that God's heart, God's purpose for all people, is that we would journey closer and closer and further and further into his presence and into his love. That is his purpose. And that's the heart of Jesus' message of the kingdom of God. God's heart for all people is that we would always journey further and further and deeper and deeper into his presence and into his love. So as we start this chapter, chapter 15, we can see the reason why Jesus told these parables. It was to explain to people why did he spend so much time with disreputable characters. As we've seen earlier in this gospel, Jesus was quite known for hanging out with what you know, tax collectors and sinners, the type of people who were most shunned by the respectable and religious people, such as the Pharisees and the teachers of the law. So the, st- the chapter starts with a story then. All these tax collectors and sinners, you know, these disreputable people, were all gathering around to hear Jesus. They wanted to spend time with him. And so all the Pharisees and the teachers of the law are muttering away about him. Why is he doing this? Why would he do that? So the three parables that he gives here, I think, are a response to that question. Why does Jesus spend time with these kinds of people? So they have these three parables about the heart of God. And I think simply put, the reason is that Jesus says to them, well, he, Jesus, he shares God's heart for the people in the world. God wants people to journey further into his love. That is his purpose. But many of us, perhaps most of us, have lost our way on that journey. And so Jesus has come to seek people out and to bring them back to God. He wants to find them. He wants to gather them, to help them to find themselves again in God and for them to return to God's heart again. And that's why he spends time with all these people, because they need this and they know that they need it. So if you look at the first two parables, I think this is the meaning of those, the the parable of the lost sheep and the lost coin. These are two parables about people who value things and want to find them. So a a shepherd values all of his sheep and he cares about what happens to them. So if one of them gets lost, he's going to go out and find it. He's going to be happy when he does. And the woman values her silver coin, which we see in this story is a tenth of all all her savings. So if she loses it, she's going to keep looking until she finds it because she values it so much. And again, when she finds it, she'll rejoice with her neighbours because she's happy. The point 
Well, God, Jesus tells us God values all of his children. He values everyone, everyone that he's made. And if they get, if they get lost, he's going to go out and seek them until he finds them, no matter what it costs. And he will be happy when he does. This is what he wants. And that's why Jesus spends so much time with tax collectors and sinners. It's, it's not a surprise. It shouldn't be. He's found them. He's found these people. And he's happy that he's found them, that God is drawing close to them again. God has a heart for everyone who's lost their way, and those are the ones that Jesus is going to go and look for. So those are the first two parables. The third parable, you know, usually is the prodigal son. It's a bit longer. It's a bit more detailed. This is a picture from Rembrandt of his uh, rendering of this scene. And I think it gives us a further picture in this parable. What does it mean to be lost? And what is God's heart for us as our father that Jesus is saying? So Jesus introduces us to a sad family picture. There's a father. He has two sons. Uh, One of them, the younger one, is keen to leave and get out into the world. And he asks for his inheritance early so that he can have some money to enjoy his life. Now, this is actually culturally a pretty shameful thing for his son to ask because it's essentially in effect saying that he wishes his father was dead so that he could get what he had coming to him. But the father graciously, okay, he gives it to him and he goes away. Over time, the younger son loses everything. We hear he comes to a wretched state to the point where he's just eating pig slop or wishes he could. Um, and he decides he has nothing to lose. Now I'm going to go back. What could, what could be worse than this? So he plans a humble return as a servant in his father's house. But as we know, of course, he's welcomed back by his father with open arms. He puts a great party on. Everything's good. Except the older brother is unhappy because he feels very slighted by this. You know, He's been the good one. He stayed at home to do the work for years. And it's not clear at the end of the parable whether he will rejoice that the brother has returned or joined the party with them. And so, obviously, in context, what Jesus is clearly saying is to the Pharisees, you are like this older brother. You should know that God cares about lost people. He'll be happy if sinners come to him. Why are you muttering about this? Uh, I think arguably it's the older brother who's potentially the lost one in the end because he's alienated from his father's heart and this is what Jesus is putting to people in his day. So today as we hear these parables, I just want us to be sort of identifying with these characters and hearing the heart that that is in them. Jesus is telling us to think that there are many different ways to be lost and there are many ways we can lose our way and our purpose to know God's love. We can be like the younger son, he can run away. You can try all sorts of different things, waste our time on things that aren't going to satisfy, spend time away from God's purpose. Or you can armour yourself, or we can, with self-righteousness and respectability like the older brother and run away from God's heart as well and close our heart to what he wants us to be. So I wonder, do you recognise yourself in either of those characters? Um, There might be a few younger brothers in our congregation. Usually they're not in church on a Sunday morning. Um, Most church people, honestly, are older brothers in this situation, the good ones. We might recognise ourselves. Um, It's good to know the answer to that. What's our relationship to our father? The younger brother knew, and he was the one who knew what his father was like the most, didn't he? He knew what would happen. So he did three things. He repented. uh, He returned And then he received from his father. So he repented. He acknowledged how far he'd gone away from his father. He acknowledged what he'd done wrong. He repented, turned around. Then he returned to him. He came back. He made the effort. And he received then his father's grace and love. Not not more than he was expecting. So it's really that simple. 
That's the heart of God. Um, the question of the parable is whether the older brother will do the same. Is he going to repent and return and receive his father's love again, open his heart again? So the, the, the Jesus is saying, if we do repent, if we do return, if we do receive God's love, we know he will be there. The father is there. He will rejoice. He will give thanks and be thankful and celebrate with us if we do. And that's, I think, all we need to know. It's all our father's ever wanted is for us to come home to him. And he's still waiting and still seeking for us today. Let me pray. We're going to think about that. I'm going to sing about that in a moment. Lord, we acknowledge today that this is a story of your heart which is open to us. You want us to return. If we have lost our way, Lord, please show us with the way back. Help us to understand the purpose and the heart that you have for us. And we thank you that when you do, you, when we do, you give thanks and you rejoice with us. We pray that your grace would overwhelm us as we return to your heart today. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks.